Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, October 23rd, 2022. Today on the Ether, what's going down with Gravidow? Hosted by Dr. Doscoin from Orbital Command. Let's take a listen. All right, everything is loading up. It's Dr. Doscoin from the Orbital Command account tonight. Just giving you a quick rundown. The next hour, we will be having a chat with Gravidow, hence the sentence saying what's going down with Gravidow. If you aren't familiar with them, you're about to become familiar with them. Uh, we're just going to let some people join the space. I'm just going to post this in the OC Discord as well, just as a little reminder while I'm doing that. I believe, Gravidow, you are, you are available as a speaker. How are you? Good. Um, can you hear me fine? I can hear you perfectly. Okay, that's good because I'm using the Bluetooth. Uh, by the oh. way, nice rhyme. What's going down with Gravidow? It- it's a good rhyme. <laughs> I love a good rhyme scheme. I, lo- I love a good rhyme scheme. I always have. I love a bit of alliteration as well. Not, not that this is really alliteration, but um, I like the suggestiveness too. What's going down with Gravidow? It sounds like it could have like a, a, a negative or a positive, a positive connotation. And so it's like, oh, what's, what is going down? I'm, I'm curious to know. It could be some, some gossip. You know? So we'll give people a little moment and they can uh, start stepping into the room. By the way, uh, can can you see our PFP? Because I don't know, Twitter is acting up lately, uh, and for me, it's just a grey circle. <laughs> no, I can I can I can see it. I can see a cat. I can see the uh, blue shirt and the yellow hat. Okay, interesting. Uh, Twitter Twitter can be quite temperamental, and the spaces in particular. We have uh, had many occasions where you know it'll glitch out and just cut us off. Uh, it's not actually done it the last couple of. Uh, Chats we've had, so I think tonight we should be fine because I'm the one hosting the account. Usually, when it's on Edwin D. Monroe's phone, for some reason it glitches out. But um, with all things permitted, I think that it's going to be fine tonight. I'm just trying to get into my own orbital command. By the way, where, where are you at? Are you um, Australia based? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, Australia, and uh, 8:02 p.m. What about yourself? Where about you? Central Europe. It's hey. uh, it's noon. Fantastic. Where in Europe? Uh, Belgium. Hey, lovely. Right. Yeah. It's actually <laughs> Flanders. Tournament. Flanders fields. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, I was in I was in Europe only a few weeks back. I was in Poland and, and Portugal, which was a lovely occasion. Great weather. I was Poland. There the, yeah, I was in Poland. Yeah, yeah. Poland and Portugal, that's not close to each other. <laughs> different areas, but uh, that's what I wanted to do. I had one month and I wanted to make sure that I could, if I'm traveling to that side of the world, I wanted to yeah, make sure I got uh, a couple of experiences in for two weeks in each place. Yeah. Okay. Now, what we'll do, look, all spaces are recorded by Terra Spaces. Uh, 
the he's probably not on at the moment, but it gets recorded by Twitter and then he'll pick it up and record it after and put it in the terraspaces.org archive for later. And, uh, and then we'll share that as well on the Terra Intel report. So there will be people that can check this out afterwards as well. But for the sake of uh, brevity and getting into conversation, let us let me set the stage a little bit for you. How, how about I do that? Yeah, that, that's fine. And by the way, is this the first time we're talking? This is the first time you and I are talking. Um, I was just made aware recently that Rick is part of your team or Rick is part of Gravidown. And yeah. coincidentally, Rick is the first person that I ever had a uh, podcast, a public podcast with in the crypto space. And that was uh, a while back now. And so it was just a little full circle moment when I realized that. I was like, oh, here we go. Is he going to be on the call tonight or is it just yourself? Uh, I think he's still sleeping. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. He, he's He's... Six hours. I mean, it's six in the morning for him right now. So sure, yeah. It's a it's a weird time spot. This one, uh, the eight pm my time. It can be a bit hit and miss. Sometimes we get you know a bunch of people come through. Sometimes it's a little less. But um, regardless, as I said, all the spaces will be recorded, and hopefully, this is just um, you know informative for the people that are tuned in. And so, what we've got here tonight is Gravidow. If you're not already familiar with Gravidow, anyone that's tuning in for the first time and is getting their first exposure here. Essentially, you know, it is self-described on the Gravidow Twitter as a collective of DAO enthusiasts doing cool shit. Um, namely, the main thing is DAO tools, podcasts, and NFTs. Um, and so we're going to dive into sort of each one of those tonight. And we'll also go over, yeah, I think you've got a few announcements that have been happening recently regarding the NFT. So we'll probably dig into that a little more as it unfolds tonight. And just before we get started, is it ELO or ILO? It's ELO. Yes. Eli, awesome. It's yeah, yeah. Not Ilo. That's that's a girl's name. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I I always think it's funny when you read a name and you think it's the name for a period of time. So like I used to when I was younger read the Harry Potter books and I always thought Hermione was pronounced Hermione until until the movies came out. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, right, okay. But um, look, let's kick started at Elo. How about you give the people a, a quick rundown on how you came about uh, founding Gravidow, the story of Gravidow thus far, of course. Um, you were around pre So the history. Yeah, give, let's give, give, give us the, uh, the rundown. All right. Um, uh, I'll start with saying that, uh, to, to give it some context, um, Gravidow is active in sort of three areas or pillars. Uh, one is communication. So the podcast is an example of that. Um, the other is tooling, um, and we have Lunar Assistant, which is a tool for token gating on, on IBC and EVM, and Lunar HQ coming out in, in a couple of weeks. Uh, and then our own sort of NFT community with Gravicats and Gborgs. How it started is, it goes back some time. It was, um, yeah, it, it was summer 2021. So just over a year ago. And um, I was in the Space Camp Hackathon together with Danku because he wrote an article that I found really fascinating um, on how social tokens and decentralized governance could impact um, social life uh, in real life, like IRL um, life. And 
he he wrote a really good article and i was like i, I want to use this i want to use this in my daily life you know I'm, I'm i'm a musician by trade um we deal with a lot of uh you know communities and sub communities uh within within art scene in general and i just wanted to use this technology to to do in to do cool stuff with with international people uh the only bummer was like he, he had this beautiful article outlined about how it should look etc cetera, etc cetera, but th that was it there was nothing built there was no application um and so i called him and he said well you know i just have this article but why don't we go to to the space camp hackathon uh, so we did and we got a bunch of people together in the hackathon and we did research mostly and a little bit of design a little bit of coding but mostly just doing research and from there it just started growing now the thing is it's it didn't start as a traditional company and it still isn't a traditional company uh, it started as a collective but it's kind of loose so people come and go um, and that's how it how it can be and and it should be um and you know we uh, i think from from the very first cohort i'm the only one left <laughs> i'm the only one left so you know other people they went back to their um to their daily lives basically you know they, we had a dentist uh we had people doing all sorts of things um and some of them stuck around for a couple of months but um gradually people just you know, didn't really have the time uh, commitment uh, to really build something together because it, it does take a lot of time. Uh, so I sort of took on a, a guiding role and attracted new people to the collective um, over the months. And, and that's still ongoing, actually. People come and people go, um, but it we do have sort of like a solid base i feel right now which is good because you also need that um but that's how it started space camp hackathon and then I, I i really loved it so i quit my job uh shortly after and sort of made a plunge um and yeah the in the beginning i, I earned some money uh, moderating for talis uh on their discord and and helping them with external communications um in in autumn last year and then uh yeah i mean it, it was a prime time right um the bull market was still sort of there like the second leg you know was was there and uh, we had uh, we had a lot of interest um vcs and small um, family investments asking if they could invest in us uh, so we had that was nice you know we had capital um we we made some decent money um doing what we what we like to do um and yeah then it got evaporated <laughs> in a couple of days and and so ever since it's been uh, we're like on a on a very tight budget um, but we actually expanded the team which is pretty crazy if you think about it like we we have we have a more we have more members and we're better organized now with less capital <laughs> what do you attribute so, that to experience um yeah experience and 
it, it was also, I think, a, an opportunity because a, a lot of people, their projects, they just stopped, right? So some people left the space completely. Uh, the founders, some founders left the space completely. But some people really liked being in the space. And now maybe they were without sort of a project or something to work for. Um, and I think that's why 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 we filled that up. Um, and also just people who who wanted to contribute on like a regular regular basis, but who didn't have the time for it. Um, and now that there is more time in general, um, these people also have the time to um, to contribute to to the Gravidao. Yeah, how how big actually is the core team at the moment? Uh, we're ten people. Ten people, and is that a mix of? Because of course, you've got people that are developing tools. Like, how many in that ten make up the say the development side of it? And how many make up say like the community building side of it? Okay, um, so we don't. We actually don't work alone. But in in Gravidao as an encapsulated organism, uh, we have four people working on development. Uh, two two backend engineers. Um, and then a product designer, if you will, or, or a process designer more. Um, and then uh, someone who's doing testing and um, helping with uh, external communications that have to do with, with engineering. So applying for grants, um, managing bug reports, uh, things like that. Um, so that's four on development. Um, but we, we, we also work with, with two other companies, with Momentum One. Um, so Chino Man, Momentum One, and Hermes Protocol, that's what they do. Um, and Dudu um, has done some work for us. And, and Chino and ourselves, we have, we have a partnership, if you will. Um, so you could count that into the bucket as well. And then there's another company who's um, providing a UX framework that we use. And um, they're basically doing the front end of uh, the new applications that we're developing. Um, so yeah, it's it's around six-ish, seven-ish on development, all in. And gotcha. then we have, yeah. Should it just go on or? Yeah, I was just going to say it's it's you really know who's you know who's in it at this point in time in the market. You know the people that are stuck around. Uh, you said at one point you were the you were the last one standing, and so the fact that you've now got a team of about ten people that are all sort of working together on this common goal. Um, you know who are this collective of uh, enthusiasts, as it's put on the uh, on the Twitter here. You know, I think you you watch that grow almost exponentially as the bull market comes back around. But right now, you sort of you really you get to see what people are made of. You know, you get to see how thick the skin is. Um, but you got a good team there. You know, you said you said Chino Man. We've had him on a couple of spaces recently, talking about Hermes, and then of course uh, some stuff that's going on with the Hermes and Skeleton Punks. Uh, partnerships and and so you know they're they're building good things um i'd love to hear if you can like just sort of expand on what's being built of course we've got the lunar assistant which i'm uh, i'd love to have you riff on that a little bit and then if you've got anything that's being worked on behind the scenes or any little bits of alpha or anything that you can leak always happy oh, yeah. to hear a bit of alpha too it's it's a lot um <laughs> sometimes i'm really surprised at how much we we managed to do uh and we're actually trying to scale it down a little bit <laughs> and and have some kind of a social life um besides besides this uh wonderful web3 stuff 
Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, we have Lunar Assistant, which used to be a Terra application. Now it runs on EVM and IBC. Uh, so in theory, any AVM or IBC chain uh, we can we can integrate. For now, that's Terra, Terra Classic, and Polygon. Uh, but that will expand, um, and we're working on a Stargaze proposal right now um, to get a grant to to deploy it on Stargaze. And that's that's um, yeah, it, we're we're getting there, um, which is nice. And and Stargaze community is, is quite supportive, um, so that's sweet. Um, we've been building on Lunar HQ, and so what that is is I'm the way I think of it is um, what well, you can think of it in two ways. Either Lunar HQ is the extension of Lunar Assistant, or Lunar Assistant is the extension of Lunar HQ. Actually, just what it means is Lunar Assistant is is the the, the Discord client, so the bot in Discord, and then Lunar HQ is your web app. So you go to Lunar HQ, and you can manage all your roles in sort of a more convenient way than using command line in Discord. So it's a lot easier um, and you can set up a lot more complex uh, permissioning systems because that's what it is, right? It's creating permissions around these tokens. Um, so using Boolean logic, so and, not, or, nor rules and then nesting them inside each other to create more complex um, rules, if you will. Um, so that's coming very soon. Um, we're testing it internally right now, uh, but I think the, the, the private beta testing will open in, in maybe, maybe like a week or two. Uh, and it's really centered around this token permissioning. Uh, so that will expand to other social networks um, uh, for example, Telegram, um, even other integrations are also possible. We're just focusing on Discord right now because that's what most people are using at this point in time. And then there's two like little small plugins that plug into the Lunar HQ platform, if you will. Um, two for now, and there might be some coming soon. Uh, but the two first ones we're starting with is the off-chain voting. So that is, you know, voting as you know it, only it won't execute something on chain, right? It's it's purely an informational something. It's like polling, but it does take into account the tokens you have. So a project owner can set up voting rules with the same um, the same logic that he's creating roles with. So he could say, you know, we're we're an NFT project. We've got two different NFTs, and we have a token. Well, for each NFT, you're gonna get one vote. And then for every 100 tokens, you're gonna get another vote as well. So they can compose the voting rules um, in, in a lot of different ways. It's very modular, the way you can do it. Um, so that's a little plugin, just a little one. And then the other little plugin is create your own newsfeed. So again, it's tailored around Discord. So we all know how it is that you open up Discord and there's so many things happening. It's the worst. Especially, it's the worst. <laughs> like, I, I can't get through all of it. And I even turn off notifications on my phone because it, it, it's too much. It's just too much. So um, we had community feedback. Um, I think it, it might have even been Ron. Um, 
but yeah, someone in the community said like, guys, we need, like, can you please build <laughs> a Discord announcement aggregator of sorts? And we're like, yes, let's do it. Um, so the way it's going to work is you, it's on the web app, on the Lunar HQ web app, and you just subscribed to channels. So you, you have to, you know, take some time to, to set it up and, and subscribe to the channels in the service that you want to follow. Typically, you, you would use announcement channels, right? You would subscribe to those. And then you just create your own feed. Um, and in the beginning, it's just going to be simple. Um, I do have very interesting ideas to build that out and scale it up. But in the beginning, it's going to be just a simple curated news feed that you can customize and that makes it that you know you instead of going through all the servers manually you can just open up lunar hq and just browse through um what happens um, without any algorithm trying to push news onto you um just you know self-contained your own feed um yeah and I'm, i'll take a little break here but but that was lunar assistant and lunar hq in short so I just want to say, firstly, regarding the Discord newsfeed, that is exactly what I want. So I avoided Discord for the longest time, and, and I'm one of the only members of Orbital Command who pretty much doesn't, or until recently, hadn't really entered our Discord. I just I sort of I kept it at arm's length. I was always like, yeah, it's just Discord bothers me. It's messy. There's too much going on. I feel like I'm in a room and people are just shouting at me. And, and then I want to get information and I've got to scroll up and it's just, it's a, a bit of a, a minefield. And, uh, and so anyway, I got Edwin D. Monroy, who's one of the other gents at, um, at Orbital, uh, to give me a bit of a run through. Just the other day, I was like, okay, show me this Discord thing. Like, I was just being a full boomer and I said, show me how it all works. And, uh, and I've got a bit more of an idea, but I said to him on the day, I was like, you know, it'd be amazing if I could just curate this, if I could just take these you know, I don't want to look at everything in, in our Discord. There's a lot going on. There's tons of great information. If you're not in the Discord, quick plug, go to uh, Orbital Command and join the Discord. It's great for educational stuff. But, you know, it's like I don't want to look at every channel and I don't want to look at every channel of every server that I'm in. And I just went on a rampage and deleted a bunch of servers recently um, that I jumped onto, you know, a little while back when I first checked out Discord. And um, I was like, having uh, something curated would be perfect. And it sounds like, from what you've just described to me, that this is the solution <laughs> so i want this now <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll i'll let you bet at this in a, a very short amount of time because yeah i think a lot of people are, are gonna find this very useful oh and yeah without even knowing it like oh wait a minute that's actually makes makes my life better <laughs> bear with me two seconds i've just brought up deeps as well because i can see deeps uh, who's recently become part of OC2, has requested to speak. Deez, you there, buddy? I'm here. How are you? Hey, good, brother. What's going on? Uh, not, I mean, I just I wanted to hop up, first of all, say hi. I love these spaces. Um, always go follow Dr. Dosecoin if you are not the king of Twitter spaces, as I like to say. <laughs> Anyways, no more shilling. Um, I was kind of curious, so... When you started talking about like the news aggregator and a like notification based system, and I popped in the space kind of late, so I don't know exactly who Gravidao is like partnered or working with. Um, but like when I'm looking at also like some of the notes I had on you guys with Lunar Assistant and like how it's trying to integrate into Discord with 
auto assign roles, channel access based off wallet history, that that kind of stuff. I'm wondering, like in this realm of notifications, integration with Discord, have y'all like talked to Hermes? Uh, I you know I think you actually said Chino Man. Yeah, yes. Yeah, we we have a very close partnership with Chino Man and Momentum One. We talk almost daily to each other. Uh, yes, yes, we 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 know we know Hermes protocol and what they do, and um, yeah, we're so we're we're Hermes is like an announcements, but like on chain announcements brought to you. Um, what we're doing right now with Lunar HQ is announcements as well, but not the on-chain ones, but the off-chain ones, the social ones. So, so can, can you expand on that a little bit more? Like, I know you, I knew you were talking about off-chain announcements a little bit with like polling, but I'm trying to conceptualize what that is. Oh, um, I just mean off-chain announcements, like Web two announcements. Uh, so, in this case, like Discord announcements. Uh, but in the future, like, actually, this is something that maybe we can talk about today, uh, but being able to create your own news feed with just input from all over the place and, and being able to monetize your own curated news feed to someone else who, who just needs a particular kind of feed and he doesn't want to bother with, you know, sifting through all the news. Right. Um, that's something that really interests me. But essentially what it boils down to is Hermes takes on-chain data and creates notifications for the on-chain data. And what we're going to do um, right now as like the, the small plugin is we, we take this core data and we, we, we build your, or well, you yourself build your own news feed with the Discord data. So not the on-chain data. But that said, I mean, one thing that could be done is integrating Hermes protocol with Lunar HQ. And I think that's something, if, if that is fruitful, it's naturally going to happen. There's, there's really no way around it because we're applying for grants together. Um, we're developing things together. So, um, yeah, we, let's see. Yeah, no, let's see what happens. Yeah, no, I mean, that's awesome. Like, I ju just knowing that you guys are working so closely together is, um, I guess, heartening <laughs> to hear. It's, it's good to hear um, because, like, I don't know. I feel like it, we're, we're good about it in the Terry ecosystem, but, like, so many times in other ecosystems, like, you have projects, like, working in parallel that are not, I'm not, I, not that I'm saying, like, carbon copies, but they're doing something so similar. And then when it comes to user experience, right, like, the ultimate user experience is where you do not need to click between multiple different tabs, browsers, web pages, uh, to be able to access like everything. Like, I don't know, like when I just, it's kind of a soapbox speech here, right? But <laughs> um, like when I think about like with the way Her uh, Terra is headed with like all these different things, like Luna name service kind of bring you this like dashboard for your domain name, linking your telegram, your email. Now I'm hearing that you guys are trying to do like a news aggregator um, off chain. And then I hear that Hermes is doing like, you know, well, I knew about them, but like, I know that they're bringing on chain, like, oh, hey, this governance proposal is up, go check it out. Oh, hey, this NFT just got listed, go check it out. Like, if we could, you know, merge a lot of these uh, projects that have a lot of synergy to bring a user experience where like, all of that is combined, 
I mean, I, I just don't know of any chain that is doing anything like that. So uh, soapbox speech is over, but it's great to hear all that from you. Thank you. So just real quick, anyone that's listening that isn't yet familiar, Dave does uh, amazing threads, big write-ups of what's going on uh, across Terra and across Cosmos. And so the, there are two things that you may have missed just before you jumped on, Debs. Because uh, I did say to, to Eli, I said, What's, what are you working on? And the first one was uh, token permissioning. The second one was the off-chain governance. And the third one was this uh, curated feed for the Discord. Can you can we circle back slightly, uh, Elo? Because I, I think it'd be good if we could get even deeps a little more intel on the the token permissioning you mentioned, just so we can include this sort of thing in the uh, in the next uh, deeps weekly. In the deeps weekly, the token permissioning. Okay, uh, right. So recap. Um, yeah, Lunar Assistant is just it's getting an upgrade basically. So you're you're going to be able to manage your token permissioning on a on a web app so you don't have to do it in command line anymore on discord and there's going to be more functionality around that so you can use boolean logic to create nested rules around your roles so one example i'm going to take a very complex example uh, and see if i can break it down okay um I've got a server, um, I've got a project, I'm a project owner, and I've got um, two NFT collections. One is like a very small cap exclusive collection and the other is like a bigger collection. So two NFT collections. And now we've got a token as well that we've airdropped to the NFT um, holders, right? Um, and then maybe we have like the OG people who, who were there before we had anything but they still have like an OG role on Discord. So we've got like four parameters, two NFT tokens, regular token, and then a Discord role. Um, so now as a project owner, I, um, I have some merch and I wanna gift some merch to um, some very special people who really support the project. And I'm gonna create a permission around a rule that says um, you need one of the exclusive collection, you need two of the more general collection, two NFTs of those, you need a thousand tokens um, that we airdropped anyway, so you should have them unless you sold them. And um, you need one of the, one of the OG roles, right? And, and those together, um, that is gonna be a new permission, a new role on Discord, but in the future could also be permission to access a website where you can um, buy the merch for free or like claim it for free um, or, or anything else on the web really. Um, so that's sort of the basic gist of it. You've got these little blocks little permissions and you can put them together and create nested roles using um, logic around the rules. Hopefully that makes uh, lots of sense there for you, Debs. Yeah, no, that's cool. So, so is the contrast like before you could nest the logic? Like, is that what's drastically different? Uh, yeah, what's different is, is the logic. Um, we didn't have... Back in the back in the the old lunar assistant, we didn't have boolean logic. We didn't have nested rules. Um, it was it, it could sometimes be hard creating roles for. Okay, so this is another thing. 
I have a project. Um, so some of the NFTs have a, a red cap and I want to give them a red cap role, right? So previously you would have to manually find out all the token IDs or all the NFTs that have one of these red caps and then manually input it as, as a JSON um, string into Discord, right? Um, so what's coming now with Lunar HQ is roles and you just select the traits. Um, and then we read the metadata, we index the collection. And so we know which NFTs has a red cap. You don't have to do that anymore. You just type in red cap or like you select one of the metadata traits and um, the role will, or like the rule for the role will, will get created without you having to, to be technical. So yeah, it's just making, trying to make life easier for the project owners, first and foremost. Which, yeah, that's perfect. And that's exactly what, you know, Dave was saying before is wanting solutions that are like, you know, one click or seamlessly integrated and you don't really know that you, you don't have to be tech savvy to use it. And so, you know, it's still with, with 13 years, what are we, 13, 14 years thereabouts into the, this crypto journey. And it's still, you know, it's still the wild west for a lot of people and uh, particularly people that don't have any coding experience. It's just like a, a totally different language. It's a, it's a foreign language. So as much as, you know, we can assist people uh, by simplifying it and making it as easy and accessible as possible, which is what you're doing with these sorts of tools, you know, the better experience it is, it is for them, the more likely it is that they stick around. And of course, that's what we want long-term, people to stick around and then tell their buddies and their buddies come in and we just keep building this community, building or building all the communities that we're part of and um, hopefully making this space a thriving one in the coming years. But I want to shift the conversation just slightly because obviously we've talked a lot about uh, sort of Lunar HQ, Lunar Assistant. You've, of course, got the NFT component as well of GraviDAO. And for people that may not be aware, there's a GraviCats uh, roadmap, Q4 roadmap that's, uh, I think, just been released. Can we talk a little bit about the NFT side of things? Yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to. Um, yeah, so GraviCats was a nonprofit collection minted on Terra, on Luart back in the day. By nonprofit, I mean the revenue we made from the mint. Um, we paid the artist with it, and we paid ourselves a very modest hourly wage. Um, and then the remainder, which was after the, after the fees, I would say 80% of the revenue or close to 90% of the revenue, was intended to redistribute to the community through poker prize pools. So very simple concept. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, the treasury got decimated. Um, and then over summer, we did um, Gravicat Summer. So we reinitiated sort of the, the events um, and just funded it ourselves, uh, doing three poker events each week. A free one on Wednesday, a collab with another project on Thursday, and then an exclusive one only for the Gravicats holders on Sunday. So that went, um, that was good. Um, we have a lot of people joining uh, the weekend games. And th this is one of the things like, ev every organism has a life cycle. Every project has a life cycle. And the same goes for Gravicats. And what I really wanted to do is, um, 
give it something and then throw the baby in the water and <laughs> let's see if the baby swims <laughs> pretty much this um but you know i realized that if if we just announce tomorrow um like yeah it's a dao from now on um all the royalties all the earnings are going into a treasury wallet and here you go here are the keys um off you go if you need any help with marketing uh, we can help you Gravidao is, is here to support you, but you know, you just, you guys do your own thing, right? That wouldn't really work. So instead we came up with a Q4 roadmap um, with a lot of different events. Um, we're doing something around um, the World Cup, the, the Soccer World Cup. We're doing things around um, festivities in different cultures. So we're doing something about uh, the, the Jewish uh, festival of lights. Um, the Indian uh, Festival of Lights, that's, um, that's tomorrow, actually. Uh, we're going to drop some merch to people. We're doing something around Halloween, around Black Friday. Uh, so just a lot of events organized, a lot of um, trading contests organized, um, some raiding organized, um, more games, of course, uh, with um, Polygon gaming projects. Um, this this um, quarter, and the next one is going to be on uh, on Monday. So everyone who trades a cat, so you can buy it or you can sell it or you can wash trade it for all I care. But you trade a cat on Monday, um, and then ten people who hold a cat who have traded a cat uh, after Monday, uh, they can sort of revamp their cat. So we asked Charlie, our uh, the designer, to create two trades in the Diwali theme. So Diwali is the Indian festival of light. One of the typical things they do is like the clay lamps with oil. Um, but there's, you know, I've been to India and it's a beautiful culture with very special ornamentations. Um, so we've got two new traits. One is like an, sort of like an aura, um, like a, a yogi aura behind the cat. And then the second one is a traditional Hindu crown like a king's crown um and so if if you're lucky you can upgrade your cats with one of these items so you, you can customize your cat with one of these items so that's the first thing we're going to do on monday and then it's just sort of every week every two week we've got an event planned the focus really being that you know we want to inject the project with as much activity and our own energy and ideas as we can and then hand it over um hand it over to the community members themselves awesome i'm actually currently on uh one planet at the moment just looking at which gravity cat i'm gonna purchase so i don't have a gravity cat in my collection yet i'm i'm uh, a little bit behind the eight ball there and so we've got uh Oh, well, there's a lot of these sweatshirt, a lot of these uh, sort of university shirt cats getting around. They're looking pretty cool. I like the one, the little angel, the little angel cats too. Um, but what you're saying is get onto it sooner rather than later, basically. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a bear market, right? So, I mean, there's no hurry, but I mean, better to do it tomorrow because you, you could get one of the Indian cats and they're, they're cool and it's it's like a POAP, really. It's a POAP, but it's a POAP that gets integrated into the NFT. 
So it's it's a one-time event. Done. I'm getting I'm getting a knee cut tomorrow. I feel like you didn't necessarily say do it now, but in my head, <laughs> whenever I have conversations with NFT projects, I'm always like, I've got to get one now, <laughs> and I pretty much do every conversation. Um, but you've got okay. So we've got the we've got the Gravy Cats. I'm also looking through here. Um, Hellcats and what was the other one? I just I lost the page. And Enchart. What was that one? Enchanted Art. That one. Talk to me about those. Right. Uh, Enchanted Art is the uh, it's two artists that I discovered on Thales Marketplace. They had this really fun collection called Sushi Armageddon, which was a different kind of sushis with faces. A uh, very small collection, I think like 20 pieces, and I really liked it. So, um, yeah, we, we asked them if they would like to do the art for a new collection, and, and they did. So that's Charlie and Adriel from Enchanted Art, who did the artwork. Um, and, yeah, they're, um, they've been nice to work with. Yeah, awesome. I'm uh, just trying to locate that too. Is that on one planet as well? No, um, yeah, no, I, I think that's still on Terra Classic. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm doing some deep recon here. Um, okay, great. So are these what you're most, in, like, obviously, we've had a conversation about Lunar HQ, Lunar Assistant, the NFTs. Like, what are you most excited about and anticipating, uh, you know, with eager excitement over the coming weeks, months, and years with the Gravidow? I I have two things um, right now that I'm that I'm working on personally. Uh, so actually, I took um, like we we distributed leadership um, across the team so that it's easier to manage and just better managed. And uh, I mean, people people in in Gravity are amazing anyways. And I I don't think I need to you know hold their hand or um in, instruct them to do things um so right now i'm sort of i feel myself more as an advisor right now which is really lovely uh to have some breathing um some breathing time or like breathing room um and we are currently working on uh, a pitch deck for new things that we want to build come next year um, and then we're going, going to to raise some funds to make that happen. So that's sort of my focus right now. Um, and it's that's one part of it. And then the other part is we are developing um, the governance framework for a new Cosmos chain. Now I, I can't talk about, I can't talk about the chain because um, it's under an NDA agreement. Um, but that's something else that is very close to my heart, and it's. It's a very cool system, and we have a lot of autonomy to design it. So I'm I'm very happy we can do this, um, and I'm very happy that I have the time now to do it. So those are the two things that are really close to my heart. It's our own expansion, um, and then working for for the other project. Fantastic! And you did touch on earlier about. Uh, how Stargaze is next. And I was just scrolling down the uh, Grab It Out Twitter and I noticed that you had a space uh, in recent times, probably the last week uh, or so, 
And there's a reasonable turnout considering the time of the market. And this is for uh, conversations pertaining to Stargaze. What can you tell us about Stargaze? Like what's what's sort of the reasoning behind wanting to uh, go down that path? I know that you said you're working on a governance proposal for Stargaze. Um, and what's your yes. experience been so far with that and the community? So I, I knew Stargaze for a little while, but um, never really dug into it. Thing is, we we had we had all Terra community members coming to us and ask if we could deploy Lunar Assistant on Stargaze because they 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 had some difficulties with um, Steribot, um, and that's how it all started. So so they asked us, and then we we did a draft proposal, um, sort of outlining what we could bring to Stargaze, a uh, draft proposal in Commonwealth. And we've just been slowly brainstorming about that, talking about it, because I really want to make sure that um, the proposal is going to be accepted before I even post it. I don't, I don't want to put up a proposal and surprise people. Um, so we've been, um, I've been in contact with uh, PS Labs and uh, Sunnyside um, NFTs and Hero NFTs and a couple of other projects in Stargaze just to get a sense of what's the vibe there, um, would they like to support us or not? Mm. The thing is that they really need a scalable solution around token permissioning uh, and even around governance as well because they don't really have that at this point. Um, all the focus is going to the marketplace, which is great because that's the core product. Um, and now with the new features like the, the interchain NFTs and the super cool staking, um, these kind of things, uh, which again is fantastic, but it needs more supportive applications around it. And at the moment, it's just not there. Um, they, they have Steribot, which is an amazing effort um, by um, a good coder, it's like a hobby project really. And it's an amazing effort, but it's not, I mean, it is a hobby project, right? And Stargaze needs something that is more than just a hobby project. And the people who, who are trying to get us onto Stargaze, they, they know what we did on Terra, they really liked it. So now we're trying to talk to the Stargaze native people as well. Uh, and we did a Spaces this week, which was really good. Uh, got a lot of feedback from that. Um, we're going to reach out to different validators as well on the chain so that as much people sort of realize that we can really add a lot of value and we're essentially not asking a lot in return. Yeah, it's almost a case of, if it'd be great if you had that tool already for the off-chain governance um, so that you can gauge that it's going to go through before you go to the effort to put it together. As you were saying, you don't want to have to do it twice. So it'd be amazing if that tool already uh, was built yeah. out. So that's that's on the way though. We know that's on the way. And I missed, there was a word you were saying. Are you saying starry pot? What's the... Starry um, bots. Starry bots. Is it, yes. What is that? It's it's like a a very very early it's like Lunar Assistant when it launched sort of it's very early prototype of a of a token gating application. 
Gotcha. Okay. In my head, I thought it was going to be like a Stargaze version of Terabot to the NFT collection. I was like, no, oh, no, that's, no. It. <laughs> that's it. It's like, how does this all fit in? Okay. It's all coming together now. Um, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So we've, we've covered, you know, the bit of history about Gravidow. We've covered what you've been working on in the past. We've covered the team, where you're heading in the future. Um, is there anything I'm missing at the moment? Is anything that, you know, any alpha that you wanted to leak, anything that uh, just hasn't quite come up in conversation that you wanted to let, uh, let people know? Yeah, I mean, there's, I could probably go on for a couple of hours. Because <laughs> we, yeah, we also have an, uh, a collection that we're sitting on called Gravians. And the, art, the artwork is actually done. We're just trying to figure out how to launch it. <laughs> and that's, that's been a journey as well. Yeah, do tell, what are the considerations with the launch? Um, so the, the plan was to launch it on um, Polygon. But it's been a rocky road. It's been a rocky road with not knowing the launch date. Then, then we had a plan to do a, a launch pad ourselves together with um, Space Kelly's and uh, the Doghouse and and um, so like Polygon One Planet projects to do our own launch pad. Um, but then that didn't happen because some of them are now going to Stargaze, um, and we're it's. Yeah, uh, I feel like we need to sit it out, see what happens, see where people go, um, and then decide if if we want to launch it or not in in rec right now. Because thing is, the artwork is really good. Um, Jeremy has been working for like full time or like a double full time for six months on end. So I I don't want to like throw it away you understand me like I, I think it should be it should be something special because a lot of attention went to it um so it's a it's a bit of a a wait and see kind of situation right now which it's so, not ideal but yeah yeah when you when you say not right now and it's a wait and see situation is it, by that do you mean if the market turned around and everyone became energy crazy again next week. Market, cool. yes. Market is one thing. Um, but I mean, we, we would do marketing and, and make a budget for that. So I think that would be all right. But it, it's also, um, these NFTs, they um, they would be license keys for, for Lunar HQ. But some of the sentiment in the team is also like, you know, let's just keep everything free for now. Um, to grow as fast as possible as we can um, and sort of ditch, ditch the license keys for now, um, which is good on the one hand. It's not good on the other hand. There's a lot of considerations that need to be made and it's a bit of like threads in, in, a, in a jungle together. And it needs, <laughs> we need to un unknot or untie some of the knots in there to see what we want to do with it. Um, so market conditions, but also how we want to launch it. I really wanted to do a Japanese auction style mint, which is something new. No one has ever done it before. And it's actually pretty cool. Um, and we already have a quote from, um, from a, an external developer who, who could develop it. But yeah, there's just too much ifs. Um, a lot of ifs and and not a lot of yeses or nos. 
So it's what, it's a bit of a yeah. What what is a, a Japanese style auction? I'm, I'm familiar with a Dutch auction, but what's a Japanese auction? So a Japanese auction is it's actually very simple. It's an ascending auction. Um and the way it works is as follows. So it, you can do it for one item or for a collection of items, but let's say it's one item. Um, you and me, we want to bid and there's one item and uh, the auctioneer says, okay, um, price is $5. And we both say, yeah, that's, that's a good price. I'll go for it. And then he says, okay, well, there's two people wanting to buy it. There's only one item. Let's raise the price. And we go to $6 and this, just keeps on going seven, eight, nine, ten, 10. Um, and gradually people leave because they think it's too expensive. Once somebody leaves, they can't re-enter. Like if you leave, you're done. Um, and this goes on and the amount of people wanting to bid for that price shrinks as the price goes up until you reach the equilibrium um, between the amount of items, uh, the amount of people and the price for the item. So, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because when you first started explaining that, I was like, that just sounds like a house auction that I, you know, would attend on the weekend. But it's the uh, the fact that people can't rent it that makes it the Japanese style. Yeah, the difference is also that uh, the one who bids doesn't doesn't create the price. He he does not choose the price, and it's oh. in intervals. It's in intervals, so it's in regular intervals. The price just jumps up every. Could be every second, could be every minute, could be every every ten minutes, every hour, whatever you want to choose. In in set intervals, the price goes up, and as a bidder, you just follow. You follow or you leave. That's sort of how it works. And the cool thing is, you can do this with a, with a collection as well. And instead of having one item and bidders, you have a collection of of NFTs and tickets to mint. And so I, as a bidder, can buy 10 tickets to mint for $5, right? But I can also post extra collateral so that I'm able to follow the auction as it goes up in price, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. That's actually a really cool, unique idea. I haven't, as you said, I haven't seen that anywhere before, so I don't know if it has been done. But uh, It has not been done. It has not been done. So you can confirm that it hasn't been done. Okay, but you're finding a way to make that happen, basically. Yeah, uh, well, yes. Well, we know we can make it happen. Um, the only thing is, where, where are we going to launch this, right? Because... Um, we wouldn't be able to do it on one planet because it's a custom contract and it needs a custom front end. Um, so we would have to do it on our own launch pad. Now, if we could do it together with other projects, then it's it's nice because you can build a launch pad and <laughs> you can actually use it with more people than just one. Uh, yeah, the, the real question is like, is it going to be worth it um, to do it? Even though it's really cool and it hasn't been done before, like, is it going to be worth it? Well, you could revolutionize NFT bidding as well. Oh, it would be well worth it. I guess it's worth it. So, oh, you're, 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 you, you cut out just a little. Oh, did I? I was just having a momentary glitch, I guess. I was just saying that it's a, always a case of time. You know, what's the, um, what's the trade? What's the trade or trade off? You know, the type expenditure, what does it yield? And so I guess, well, and that probably ties into one of the last questions that I had was around revenue generation 
for you guys in the future because obviously at the moment you know it's, it's funding that you receive and most things or as far as i can tell almost everything is provided for free so what's what's on the cards could you potentially monetize that um the the, the dutch uh, sorry the japanese auction uh, that you build is that something that could be you know I, i'm just trying to figure out how yeah, that could work um, and be of so, benefit so yeah right, right now we're unfortunately um or like fortunately that depends on how you look at it being funded through grants um which is not an ideal situation um well i have i have a lot of ideas that i want to test um that tie into adam 2.0 and some of the things supposedly coming to to Cosmos, such as the, the interchain security, the interchain accounts, uh, possibly the allocator as well. Um, I think it's fascinating proposal. Um, there's a lot of controversy around what they do with the tokens, and I have my own my own stand on that. Um, but that's not really to the point here. Um, we actually had um, we have a a token model or like tokenomics economy, a token economy model, like in the drawer ready, because <laughs> this is what we were gonna build on Terra, uh, but it didn't happen, obviously. Um, and I'm currently in the process of taking those tokenomics, which are, I would describe it as a proof of community economy. Um, it is a, reputa a reputation-based economy, but not around individuals, but around communities. Um, and tying that into the new frameworks that might be coming with Atom 2.0, such as the interchain security um, and the liquid staking as, as well, which I think is fascinating, because with the liquid staking and interchain security combined, you could do something, something very fun where, um, you use um, a liquid staking derivative of Atom as your native currency for a new chain, right? So that means you don't you don't actually create a new token. You just use a token that is already out there, but you use a liquid staking derivative. So your base token is an appreciating asset, which is fascinating to have that as as the core of your um, chain. And it's nice for the Cosmos stakers because they, they get Atom, which is what they want. Uh, they don't get a new token, um, which is maybe what they want, but maybe they're going to dump it as well, uh, which won't be the case if it's Atom. So you have that. And then, well, when you do a liquid staking derivative, you choose a set of validators, right? Um, or you could just run it on your own validator and just do one validator. Uh, essentially, you're going to have validators, so you can get, take a commission there. Um, but then what you can also do is give people a choice on how they want to spend um, the revenue they earn on the staking. So give them a choice. Like if they want to save, just let them save and keep the liquid staking derivative as a standard LSD. Um, so, so that's LSE liquid staking derivative. But what you can also do is say like, hey, if you want to use this as collateral or you want to use our products, 
um, please donate some of your revenue to us. Um, and actually, AMP Luna, uh, Eris protocol, are doing something similar like this. Uh, but what I have in mind is a bit different because essentially what we would do is um, mint extra LSD tokens to offset um, the revenue coming in through the staking rewards. But in a way that the, the liquid staking derivative over time sort of retains the same value as Atom and the rewards that accrue to uh, Atom staking are instead siphoned to something else. So um, could be siphoned to a small percentage to um, a reserve capital to um, maintenance the chain. Um, a big part of it, I would personally want to send it to a treasury that is community owned through the proof of community um, system so that the DAOs who operate and use uh, our services, they have a treasury to work with that is being subsidized by the Cosmos ecosystem as a whole. And I think these kind of radical changes in tokenomics, I find very interesting to work with and to come up with ideas on how to create revenue, but sort of sustaining revenue and not just printing a token and, <laughs> and you know, be done with it uh, like most projects do, but actually trying to create something that has connections with other things in the Cosmos ecosystem. That's a really interesting concept that you've just brought in. And, you know, obviously we've, I'm just mindful of the time too, we've just approached the hour here. And so this, this feels like something that could, we could set the stage for a future conversation, maybe uh, November at some point or, you know, in the next month, maybe at a different time slot and see if we can get some more people on the call. Cause it sounds like a very, um, that's an interesting idea. And I can already notice a couple of uh, concerns popping up in my mind about uh, how it would be executed. I think this is the sort of conversation that I'd love to have uh with more people on the call and sort of really flesh it out. Is that something you'd be open to? Yeah, totally. Proof of community. That's great. Um, I'll put the call out to people right now. Is there any last or are there any last questions? Any last quick questions? We wrap up in the next couple of minutes. I know that we've got Dave's on. I know that uh, we've got MB who is one of the key uh Discord mods for OC uh, often has lots of insights to bring as well. But if there is no demand there from MB to jump up, that's totally cool as well. Um, all right. Well, look, here's what we'll do. Elo, I'm going to say thank you for your time, energy, expertise, input. It really sounds like, you know, you are, you're, you're a visionary. You are an advisor. Obviously, that's kind of the role that you've stepped into at this point and uh, you've built good relationships to build better communities in future uh, and better tools for communities as they begin to flourish. So um, really love what you're doing. Really love what Gravidale is about. I'm going to grab myself an Indian Gravicat uh, tomorrow once they are available. And yeah, man, if you need anything at all, you know where to find me. You can reach out to myself or any of the crew at Orbital Command. We're always happy to be of assistance where we can. And um, again, if you have any announcements or anything just let us know we'll make sure we get them out in the newsletters and on the discord and um again if you've got sounds any good 
Yeah, Sounds he's good. Him. And uh, I'll I'll shoot you some messages because it's good to have a soundboard when you're thinking up new ideas. So um, I'm interested to to know like which holes you can you can put into into the models that i'm coming up with 100 percent. well you, you you're in my dms just keep sliding up in them all right in the meantime everyone have a wonderful night and i uh i, I hope you are all excellent until we do meet again okay sounds good thanks everyone for joining and see ya <laughs> see ya and if you're listening to this go and follow gravity i click on the <laughs> icon and follow gravity <laughs> peace Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was What's Going Down with Gravidow, hosted by Dr. Doscoin from Orbital Command, recorded on Sunday, October 23rd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pain. Checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows. But then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back. Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack. Not everybody's always in it for the money. Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday. So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods. Amazed to play Inception, the base state less. See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties, the sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small. Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent each time someone listens to one of their tracks, leaving only some portion of that for the actual how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But, for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 Another day, another lesson, living in the eighth dimension, might be worth a little mention, living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel, reeling in another sucker fish, out to make a deal, just to make a motherfucker wish, Ah shit, now you only got two left, you know what I wish, we didn't have any loose ends, you know what I miss, listening to excuses, now we're on the fence, like we forgot how to choose, that's what happens when people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile foaming at the mouth like a rabbit dog Like a fake mate and call at the zoo It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it It's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music